Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Join Adam Carolla and his pal Jay Leno this October, along with fellow comics Alonzo Bowden, Harland Williams, Carol Leifer, and Caroline Ray, together with some of the best writers from TV shows like Seinfeld, Friends, The Tim Allen Show, King of Queens, Two Broke Girls, and more. For a one-of-a-kind experience for aspiring comedians, comedy writers, and everyone interested in comedy. Hey, it's Adam Carolla here, and I'm excited to announce our first-ever comedy fantasy camp Thursday through Sunday, October 12th through the 15th in Hollywood, California. We're going to cover stand-up, improv, writing, podcasting, and more, plus a live performance at the famous Hollywood Improv on the final day of camp. So get your chops ready. Spend four days with me and some of the most successful people in the comedy business and get on the fast track into the world of comedy. Go to AdamCarolla.com, ComedyFantasyCamp.com, or call 888-762-2263 to sign up. That's this October 12 to 15, the first ever comedy fantasy camp in Los Angeles with Adam Carolla, Jay Leno, and a host of comedy stars and TV writers. This is Below Deck's Captain Lee. Listen to my new podcast, Salty, with Captain Lee. Um, don't you mean our podcast? Uh, yeah, I guess I do. Anyhow, listen to Salty with Captain Lee, co-hosted by my assistant, Sam. And we will be talking about the latest pop culture news and all the gossip every week. So does this mean we have to talk by ourselves, about ourselves, or can we at least have some guests on? I don't know, I find myself pretty interesting, but yeah, we can have some guests on, some of our reality TV friends. And some stars. Works for me. Listen to Salty now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to... The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get it on. But, 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 get it on. Mandate. Get it on. Adam's out. He is away. So I brought in my other Loveline co-host, Mike Catherwood. Back. He's back. Mikey Likes You with Mike Catherwood is the podcast. You can follow Mike on Instagram at Mike Catherwood, C-A-T-H-E-R-W-O-O-D, like it sounds. And, uh, oh, my friend, uh, he is uh, living in Austin these days. How is that? It's cool. I mean, I it's weird. I don't technically live in Austin. If like, I I live in like Calabasas. If you were to say I live in Los Angeles, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I live on Lake Travis. I live out in the in kind of the sticks. 
How is the uh, the 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 ranch? It's great. It's hard work, man. I know that's not. It sounds awfully trite to say being a farmer's hard work, but it's it really is pretty consuming. Yeah, even for a a beginner like me. Well, you weren't really. You're not. You're not growing anything, are you? You're just sort of expanding. Grow some stuff. Pumpkins. Oh, um, sweet potatoes. Um, lots of herbs. My wife does most of the agriculture. Um, but I got like 70 birds, guinea fowls, chicken. No, I knew you were uh, getting into the animals. I I knew the animals were expanding, but I donkeys, got donkeys, goats, sheep. Yeah. Goats. Do you eat them? Lots of dogs. Oh, really? Oh yeah. I got the great Pyrenees that take care of the ranch Oh, and I got indoor dogs. I got outdoor cats and indoor cats. Outdoor cats kill snakes and rats and stuff. Wow. It's, it's a whole thing, man. Your wife is uh, such a hippie. She must love this. She does. She does. And she's like really like the remaining Hollywoodsy stuff. The diva shit that my wife would have has gone completely away. Like you can't bitch and moan about like bad room service when you spend six days a week covered in shit. Like <laughs> head to toe feces of many animals, you know. So she's out there helping you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it'd be it'd be utterly impossible without her. She's still been doing some acting though. She's she takes. Yeah, off I mean, for with the strike, of- it's been easier on me because she's home all the time. But right. uh, she just finished a uh, run on the Supernatural prequel, um, the Winchesters. Nice. And uh, she had, yeah, she had a bunch of projects, and then the strike happened, so that's been hard. I was on a plane about a week ago, and I saw her episode again with uh, Larry David and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh. I laughed my ass off, laughing. That's out one of the loud. best. Ep- I, I was so proud of her because that's such a hard environment to go into. Yeah. She really she really uh rose to the occasion and, and I that's a that's a funny episode, man. Does she talk about that, that weird improvisational jerky yeah. quality he has and how she managed that? Yeah, she she said it was like honestly like way more kind of way more improvisational than she ever even could have imagined yeah um that they kind of have a rough outline of where they want the scene to go and then they just start filming <laughs> and then you know the ted dansons and the larry davids and the bj the jb smooth they just start going and you're like ah <laughs> and they'll do two or three takes and they kind of make a amalgamation of the best ones and wow. I, I was really blown away i was quite impressed larry larry <laughs> I love I love JB's movie. He's my he's I, he's, he's, he's unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. So it's right, and I don't. Well, we're getting off topic here, but but it, I I uh, I I feel like they don't use him as much as I wish they would. I, I wish he was in well, a third think, third of every think episode. Saturday Night Live. I don't think Curb. I don't think anything he's in maximizes his ability because he's so freakishly weird and different. Like yeah. he has such a unique voice that. Like I remember, he was on Stern one time talking about all the bits he pitched that got turned down on Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, and I, I'm laughing, almost have to pull over. I'm laughing so hard, and I'm like, all of those bits you just named are better than anything I've ever seen on Saturday Night Live. Didn't he have but, some weird, some weird pirate skit? He what was that with a yeah, with, no, with uh, two patches, pirate, he wore two eye patches, two eye patches. Yeah, and that was it. That was the bit that he just kept running into stuff. And but isn't like, that but funny. is that crazy that that stays with me? I don't. I didn't even hear the interview. Yet. I heard that pitch. I was like, "Oh my god, that's the funniest thing ever." And then, and so my point being is like, he's so different. Like that's such a silly. That's like a childlike thing to yeah, do. Yeah. But I like it. But then I realized, well, but I think it's amazing. Doesn't necessarily mean like millions of people would tune in to watch. Yeah. It. Yeah. 
So you and I both miss Loveline. We miss doing it together, and we're trying to yeah. find a way back, which is interesting. People should uh, please do let us know on social media what you think about that, and whether we should, uh, and how we should do it, and where we should do it, and what your ideas are. We're, we're, we're open to things. We're trying to figure it out ourselves. We're, we're open to it because we just want to do it, and I think now more than ever, like okay, here's here's the reality of it. Drew and I were really like the Christopher Columbus for political correctness and cancel culture and stuff in that like 2014, 15, you and I would go into work and be like, well, we can't, we can't even do this job anymore. Right. Like you, you tell someone who's like, uh, I'm 17 and uh, I dropped out of high school. I have no money or a partner, but I really, my goal right now is to have a kid. Right. I think that's going to get my life in order. Yeah. And you and I'd be like, no, that's you're fucking crazy. Yeah. That's a terrible thing. And then someone would write a letter complaining that we were insensitive. And you're like, what? Insensitive, not only insensitive, but also uh, hurtful or or shaming yeah. single parents. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, no, like, no. And single parents means nothing to me. Yeah, a sixteen year old girl who has no diploma and no partner just wants a baby, thinking that's going to get her life in tra- on track. It's a really bad idea, and yeah. I don't feel bad at all. I'm not going to apologize for going down hard on her. And so, like, there was a litany of those type of situations. And you and I were talking like, we can't do this job anymore. Now, I feel like after all is said and done with the Internet and the structure of it, it's never been a better time to have a show like Loveline. Well, you know, we're we still going to take shit. Still going to take shit. But, but yeah, but so what exactly? We'll talk about that. It's We've gotten to the point. I, I was reading this morning uh, a New York Times hit piece on me from like 2019 or something. And at the time, people were like, oh, my God, this is the end. This is a disaster. Yeah. And I said, eh, just keep moving forward and keep putting out good information and kind of take care of itself. And now that guy looks like an asshole. And you yeah. just and I, and I was thinking about Louis C.K., the same kind of thing. And yet they're going after him again now, I noticed. For what? Because he's working again? Because people would dare to support him and laugh at him. How dare they? Listen, I, I, I listen. I mean, I want to make it very clear, and I'm sure like the Corolla audience has probably heard this horse has been beat to death. But at the same time, I want to point out when you're talking about Harvey Weinstein, when you're talking about people who are evil, when who have darkness behind their intent, yeah, there is a difference between that and someone who's who's struggling and makes it bad. Like, I am the grossest, horniest guy. Ask Drew. I'm not kidding. I no one he is. He is more than me. Worse. But I can't understand any world where I'd be like, hey, can I beat off in front of you? That would really make me. But that's what Louis wanted to do. And he asked the girls by their own admission. That, and, and, and they go, consented. Yeah, and they weird? consented. My understanding is yeah. they consented to it. They didn't like and, it. And, I get it. And I go, is that weird? Sure. Would I like someone doing that to my daughter? No, absolutely not. But uh, does that mean the guy's a, a predator or that he deserves to never work again? I, no, of course. There's, there's like degrees to this well and, if you remember uh, we got all the way down to a bad date with aziz ansari that was that, one, that was a bad date yeah, like the the one that the one that really shocked me was the uh the homie from uh the guy long curly hair um from silicon valley um oh yeah real high strong big guy yeah yeah uh Gosh, I wish I could remember. I don't think I know about this one, so tell me. I know who you're talking about. What is it? What was his name? TJ Miller? No. TJ Miller, yes. Oh, it's TJ, right, right, right. Yes. TJ Miller had a girl 
who claimed that she never said no and she never she consented but she felt like she gave off unspoken messaging to him to stop and that he didn't pick up on that and therefore and i feel it's amazing that you haven't even heard of that because like i think even culture at that time was like okay th- we're going a little too far well so but, but i i would say there is a lesson to be learned uh, and i and i not not that tj was uh, culpable or anything but there is something to, to spin off that and learn which is that if a woman is manifesting a freeze response that should tell you something and and oh, and I suspect that's what she's talking about. And if you don't understand yeah. what freeze means in terms of trauma and people have been through trauma, and whatnot, you'd miss that because it's not obvious. It's certainly not somebody saying no. It's the opposite of somebody saying no. It's somebody frozen. I, I, I mean, I, I from a personal standpoint, I totally agree. And I I always tread lightly on this one because I don't want to sound like an asshole yeah. or, or pompous in a way. But I went out of my way to always be like very positive that the girl wanted to have sex with me. Like it yeah. was, there were many a girl, even some that Drew would like know, like they'd be love line guests and stuff. And Drew's be like, that girl's throwing herself at you. And I'd be like, I don't know. She's clearly, she's into you. You know, you and Ann and Anderson would be like, that girl's into you. I'm like, I don't know. I need bona fide, like, hey, want to come have sex? Like I need that level of, of commitment. And, I'm not saying you necessarily need that, but it is important to recognize that no means no. That's that's and, like kindergartner bef- stuff. And to this day, your wife gives you shit about missing her intention and having to come back on Loveline three times and still having to and, like and make it explicit me, to you. Tweet me and stuff. Always. Yeah, I mean, because first off, there's two things. One, I'm not paying attention. Two, well, you're not paying attention and you have low self-esteem. And so you don't yeah. you don't expect it. So it's like you know. Uh. Yeah. No, I need I need like bad girls. Like <laughs> like it was real. Like life was really easy. Dating and courting women was really easy when I was in the meth because all the girls I was around were like they're bad girls. I didn't need. <laughs> there was no subtlety. Um, but but my point is like I remember Whitney Cummings said I think crystallized it perfectly. She said every sexual encounter I had in my twenties was consensual, but I didn't want to do it. Oh, that's interesting. And I, that That's hit me like a ton of bricks where yeah. she, she, she's like, I, I, I gave the guy all levels of con- consent, yeah, but I really didn't want to do it. I, I, I know that to be true of, of women you know? under 20 because women under typically under 20 don't, don't get much out of sexuality. They sort of do it to satisfy the male partner. We heard that all the time on Loveline and, and that, that stays with me. That troubles me greatly that women put themselves in that position. Men really, 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 really want to do it and really get a lot out of it. And the women should be feeling similarly, you know, maybe not with the but same not, drive. It's like, that's just not nature. I know. Then wait. Then let them wait. Right, 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 right. No, 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 no. I'm not saying – absolutely. But like I don't even think it's worth saying women should really be in the same in the same arena as young boys, mm. as young men. Because that's just like like you you have no concept, females out there, the difference between how much a seventeen year old boy wants sex compared to how little a seventeen year old girl. Wants even sex. the most, like, even no the concept. most, even the most motivated seventeen year old girl, the difference is yeah. vast. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And why God that's did why that? I, guy did. I, I always said that was God's great one of God's many jokes on humanity. That's a big one. And and by and, the way, and, turning a guy into that kind of animal at thirteen, fourteen—that's like, what is he? What was he thinking? 
I guess maybe to maximize reproduction, of reproduction? course. Yes, of course. Yeah, but, but it's still that's of course what it was. That's why it evolved. But it's still a, a, a profound burden for for the young male uh, that they have. Is, to, each one has to birth, manage. Is making a baby the most unfair deal ever? Yes. All, 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 there's there, the, that's the other that's the other part of the unfairness. What women are strapped with, yeah, of giving birth for a woman, the the well, absolute abject nightmare of having your body explode, the pain, <laughs> physical pain, the emotional trauma, the the lack of support you feel, and then all I did is blow a load, <laughs> which I well, want to do anyway. And then, and then you. I'm not a then, but you had a firsthand experience with that watching your wife go through natural childbirth for 24 hours. There's nothing hours. crazier. <laughs> it was crazy. And I felt real bad. We talked about it. I genuinely, and I'm not, I'm kind of a tuned in dude, especially when it comes to biology and, and I want to be aware. I'm intellectually curious, mm. but I was really hurt by how little I knew about like the female body. Like for when the when the placenta shot out, I thought the placenta was like a like a little amuse bouche. Oh. It's a fucking frisbee. It's a like pizza. A frisbee. It's a pizza. Yeah, yeah it's a frisbee. Yeah. I was like, whoa! Oh. <laughs> it was the last thing my wife needed probably in that moment. But literally, it went. <laughs> I was like, whoa! Oh, oh. <laughs> and then you ate it. I did eat it. Oh, you bastard! Hey, listen, it's I got to I got to take a quick break. Uh, we're gonna hear from our friends at Angie. Homeowners, you know how much work it takes to maintain that home, whether it's everyday maintenance or repairs or just taking on a dream project. In addition to your home, it can be hard to even know where to start. All you need is Angie, your home for everything home. Find a skilled local pro who will deliver quality and expertise. Over 20 years of home service experience. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest. Nothing could be better. It's so confusing, particularly for people like me that are, let's just say we're, I'm a little challenged. Take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. Again, that is Angie, A-N-G-I dot com. All right, we're back. Mike Cathwood joins me this week. Uh, Adam is in Hawaii or some shit. I don't know what he's doing. He never even tells me. He just disappears. I'm, and, I'm not going to be here, Drew. He didn't know. Not even that. I just was talking to some of the folks that work here about where he is, and that's that's how I figured it out. I heard he had a stand up and he had a, a gig in in Honolulu. So I thought eh, he must have gone to Hawaii. Um, but speaking of you being a, a horrible animal. Uh, Mike has this habit of sending horrible pictures to the people he's thinking about. And yeah. it used to be men with large phalluses. That used to be his thing. And uh, you, gave my, you gave my wife an unfortunate fetish by sending a million of those to her, too. So oh, thank, oh, I, thank you for that. I, I'm sure I gave it to her, Drew. Thank you for that. You, you just became aware of it. <laughs> Susan liked Big Black Cock way before I started sending him to her. And then, and then we, we brought it up. People started complaining about it. And then people started complaining to your wife. And your wife yeah. was like – it just it's just means he's thinking about you. It's just how he says I'm thinking of you. Hi, you know. And we yeah. were we're like laughing our ass off. And finally we're like, no, I can't have this shit on my feed. I can't if somebody yeah. if somebody uh Hunter Biden's me and looks up my shit, they're gonna find horrible yeah, stuff for like ten yeah, years done. from you. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you started sending me beautiful women from Instagram, okay? And you'd go, click on this, click on this, and I would click on these things. And now my wife gives me shit 
because uh-huh. she goes, you know they, how Instagram has this sort of compilation page? Like yes. your things you're interested in or whatever. She when goes, you do your search, yes. She goes, what is this? It's all these yeah. women, white white women with big tits and bathing suits. What is going on? And I'm well, like, that, but, and I, way, I literally I'd like for, to point out, what? yours is white women with big tits because that's what I send you. Yes. If, if you look at mine, it's black chicks and Hispanic chicks with relatively small boobies and gigantic asses. That's it's, it's okay. It's, I, it's, see, I'm not talking about what preferences are. I'm talking about was what was on my feet. And I, I was like, Susan, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where this came from. He goes, I don't look at the, she goes, you, you must be, me? she goes, you must be just looking at women on there. I go, I don't even go on Instagram. I don't know what you're talking about. And it Who's took it? me, dude, it took me about a month. I'm like, Oh my God, it's Mike. Mike sends me that shit. I click on it. And that shows up on my Instagram. Who's and, it? Sinsky, watch this. I'm being dead serious. It is 100% me. Drew does not look at that stuff on his own. I do send it to him. I'm sure your husband looks when I have to send, (laughs) but that is me. That is all my fault because I, here's proof positive. If it's, if it's like Hitler's dream women that are six feet tall with big tits, that is, that's Drew shit. I know that because that's what you can look at mine. It is nothing but some girl named Conchita from Colombia. And and these like well, she likes the Colombian stuff too. So you can send her some Colombian girls. But you you oh. like you as I understand your thing. You like uh, what they would call sporty, athletic. Yeah, or pogs. I like pogs. I like uh, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Badass white girls. Oh. <laughs> That's you know in the porn world. I like uh, I like the system. I'm a big. I like ethnic. I like, I like Asian, Hispanic, and black women. I mean, I, and even the white girls. White girls I like have to be. Brunette with like exotic, like Mila Kunisy look. Yeah, know? yeah, I get Kennedy it. Armas is my new. Who is Kennedy Armas? Then, who? Oh my god. Who? <laughs> oh my god. Do you know who uh, Isaac Gonzalez is? No. She's in Baby Driver. She's in. That I'm, movie I'm sure movie. I'm going to get a bunch of Instagrams on my on my this, text this feed girl, from you. This girl is so hot. <laughs> She's dead. You know how in Sixth Sense? You know how in Sixth Sense when he says I see dead people. <laughs> when I see her, I see. I go. I see dead people. I feel like. Haley Joel Osment. So, so really, uh, Mike is like like a, a primitive man. Like he's like, yeah. we must we must find the most prim- beautiful virgin, and we must behead her and throw her in the volcano because no, she's no, no. too I beautiful. I don't want to hurt her. I don't want to hurt her. It's just I'm a married man, and so I can't have sex with her. So I either have to cut my oh, dick off, or throw it at her. <laughs> it's better. It's better if you do that. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, she's. I'm, they're showing me pictures of her now. She's very pretty. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a picture she put up on her own Instagram the other day of her in like head to toe Dodger gear. Uh. And I almost just drowned myself in my own spunk. <laughs> I just like, I was like, well, what am I doing? The, well, your, how your, can I Your live? two favorite things. If she had a Lakers hat on, it would have been over. <laughs> if she was like, I'm, I'm off to the gym. I'm eating some, I'm eating some ribeye <laughs> off to the gym in my Dodger gear. I would have just blown up in a big, like a big splooge fucking cosmos. How old like are you? Cosmos. You must be approaching 40 something now. You're still the same I'm as 45, you were. Drew. You're the same as you were when you were 27. Yeah, for sure. That, that's another thing I don't get, and you can back me up on this because you're a man of great passion. Yes, you're what? You're sixty sixty five. Last week, okay, congratulations. I'm Medicare. I wish you happy birthday, Medicare. Uh, uh, I didn't. Well, I actually wish you happy cunt day. Yeah. Um. Uh. But <laughs> I have my friends that acquaintance of mine, thirty eight, thirty nine years old. They're talking about like I just don't, I don't, I don't get horny anymore. I was like, yeah. the fuck. 
What yeah. are you talking about? I don't so, think it's any surprise that they're usually like out of shape, but Right. So I think like, I think you, that's interesting to me too because I, I'm I'm 65 and still I, I it's it's a still going too strong, I would say. In fact, I was I was talking to Joel McHale about something today, and he went, yeah, if, if the sex dive were go down a little bit, that'd be a good thing. Sarah would be happy for that. And I thought, oh, yeah, Susan would be too if we're down a bit. But, but I, in I, fairness, you know, and I'm I, I'm not – this isn't more locker room talker. Yeah. Your your wife's, like, extremely good looking. I yeah. mean, I think that helps. It, it, no, that's exactly right. And so I, I think being into your partner keeps you healthy and wanting to be fit and into it. But yeah. I don't understand how sex drive – well, I've, you've, if you get fat and diabetic and whatever and you're on meds and things, I, I get it. That, that's that's yeah. going to kill your sex drive. And if you're not into your partner, that's not going to help things. But in this yeah. day and age when there's so much stimulation coming in through social media, I don't understand how men don't sort of keep it up that way. You know what I mean? Like they're because still being they, stimulated. they expend it that way. They Oh, I see. They're they're lose their their chi is getting expended on that. You have HD camera oh, quality, that's like hardcore porn with you at all times nowadays. It's just not. It wasn't like that for years. Do you have an H? Do you have like a virtual thing now? Because we're gonna lose you when that. No, happens. I've done it. I I did it at the AVNs, but I I don't I, I at the AVNs. What were you doing at the AVNs? I was you know busting busting balls, making videos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I, I chipped the back of my tooth with like this world's most powerful vibrator, and I wow. like jokingly like put it against my face and it chipped the back of my tooth and like. And let's remind everyone that that you're superhuman in terms of your hair, teeth, and and aging yeah. even now. Is that uh, he never brushed his teeth, never saw a dentist, uh, well, I, did, did meth all day. I never sought professional dental help. But I brush my I brush and floss like crazy. I when mean, you were do. doing meth? Yeah, I was always pretty weirdly into that. You know why? Because I was always scared of my breath. Mm. So I got geeky about uh brushing and flossing. Uh Gary Delabate's uh paging me. Uh, no way. Yeah. We're talking about teeth yeah. and mouths yeah. and Gary Delabate yeah. out of the blue. Isn't that weird? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Let's see. I'll, I'll call it's him serious? when we finish. Uh, hold on. Is he okay? He, he's good. We were talking about something, though. He's, he needs a little bit of guidance on something, so he's good. I like I, – he's one of those people I don't know. I mean, I've met him, but I don't know him. Oh, he's a great like guy. Like, Super great guy. like such a nice person. Oh, he's exactly who he is. I mean, it's exactly who you think he is. Um, his wife's lovely, too, and stuff. Uh, so – Back to meth. Uh, there's a there's a new uh, drug phenomenon that has evolved since we were last working together, and that is the full effects of weed. Uh, the THC yeah. in California. I don't know what's going on in Texas, but the concentration that's being sold here yeah. uh, is causing so much shit medically. I am sh- I am surprised. I I always worried that there was eh, maybe you could bring certain things out and stuff. No, it's causing problems. Yeah, I I did wonder, and uh, I'm by no means like I want to make it very clear. I'm by no means like anti weed, especially when it comes to like if it's going to be weed or any type of plant medicine or opiates or something. Yeah, yeah. Do you do your thing? You eat your yeah. mushrooms, smoke your weed, but the the caliber of marijuana that people have access to and there's really no like limitations to it, you know, for people over 18 um, or 21. Um, 
I did wonder like what what, what that was going to do actually because like it's like not regular weed anymore. I mean, no, like it's, it has different it's effects. It's a profound drug. Yeah, you got to be super super careful. And I so I'm preparing a talk to a group of pharmacists and they weren't aware of this. It's in Florida and they are not seeing it so much there. We're we're seeing it a lot here in California. There's in fact a. a Paper came out recently that showed marked increase in ER visits for people over the age of 65. And oh. the question is, is that be strictly because of the power of this thing that it's sending 60, you know, eight-year-olds to the ER? Or are there these profound drug-drug interactions because people over that age are often or typically on some medication? Either well, case – Go ahead. What is it? What is it that's happening? Like, what are these people? Well, like, oh. I, I'm I, Emmy. Have I talked about this publicly? The reaction I had to weed. Have I talked about this publicly? Not that I can recall. Okay, because you'd remember this story. Yeah, I, I'm, you're a big yenta with like. No, I'm a, I'm a I'm a lightweight. I think I would have told it to Adam because he would have made fun of me, and I would have thought that would be interesting. But here's my story. I I've never had any affinity for weed. I just I, people always try to get me to get high when I was in college stuff, and I'm like I, I don't I'm not. They, they always told me I was smoking it wrong, and I didn't understand. I needed to smoke more. But 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 I smoke more, I'd feel worse. I, I just didn't have any positive experience from it, so it never was uh, anything alluring to me. But uh, Susan and I were going to a party at a very famous person's house who smokes a lot of weed. And he called me and he said, you know, this other guy is going to be there. This other person is going to be there. Also renowned for weed smoking. And okay, so uh, you're going to Kimmel's house and Snoop. And it, it's 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 literally not those two, but that level. And so I I go I go we're driving in. I go Susan. Bill Maher. I, I go Susan. We're going to have to. I'm going to be with the with the cool kids tonight, and <laughs> and and I'm going to have to. Uh, I'm going to have to smoke weed. It's going to have to happen. I I just know that's what they're going to offer to me. And if I want to be one of the cool kids now, I'm going to have to do it. Um. So I go in, and of course, everyone these. Two folks and and a very young female uh, who must have weighed ninety pounds uh, were going at it. They had these huge cigars with plastic tips on it, and they're just they're nice. just going wild. And I thought, eh, how bad could it be? You know, they they seem to be not even affected by it. The, these guys. So of course they hand me the thing, and I take two hits, and I have the most profound reaction within thirty seconds. Where I start shaking like I have Parkinson's disease, I become oh, wow. disoriented, and I I see Susan across the room. I walk over to her. I can barely walk because I'm shaking like a, like a Parkinsonian patient. And she goes, "Sit down." And I go, "I can't. I don't. I don't have the ability. I don't know how. I can't sit. I can't. I have no control over my body." And I was able to kind of scramble outside. And when I went outside, I I was not in a panic. I just was miserable. I, I was there was no panic, no nothing, just misery. And I was looking at what was happening, and I went, "Oh, oh my! I the lights out here are bright. My mouth is dry as shit. My heart rate is up. I'm disorganized. This is an anticholinergic delirium. I know exactly what this is. I should go to the ER and get physostigmine, which is how they treat this." And I thought. No, because fucking TMZ would go crazy with this. Right. And I thought, no, it's, you know, I could have a seizure, which they are seeing seizures with this now, too. That's what that was going to be my question, because I know how much it can lower the threshold. I felt like I was going to have a seizure, but I thought, no, 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 I'll I'll risk that. I'm going to stay out here. I'm going to make, I'm going to get through this, and I'll just, if I could get through like an hour and a half, two hours, I'm going to be fine. It'll pass. You know, I'm just miserable in the meantime. And I'm pacing a little bit. And, 
the the uh, host comes out and talks to me, and my wife comes out and talks to me, and I go, no, no, I'm fine. You know, it's, you know they, they're just sort of making small talk, and my wife comes out and checks on me again, and I and I thought, okay, this it's got to be like you know hour and a half now. I'm, I'm out here, and I go, okay, honey, how, how long have I been here? She goes like. Eight minutes. I'm like, oh my god! Eight, ten minutes of shit. I got to get out of here. So I had to leave. I was sick for five days. I couldn't drive a car for five days. I uh, couldn't work out for like three days. You know, for me, that's a that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, and I've read about this since that this is really happening. These anticholinergic reactions, and it might be some meds I'm on that made more bioavailability or something. And who knows? But it's something people need to watch out for. And that's strictly because of how powerful this stuff is. And, uh, you know, there we go. And I've got people very close to me that have had addictions and have had uh, psychotic reactions. And I'm seeing that in patients now a lot. So it is – we need to pay attention. <laughs> right? there's, and there's two things I would say, uh, uh, characteristics to know that it's the weed. On the anticholinergic delirium, the weed-related anticholinergic delirium has time compression, which is what I was telling you, that I couldn't, I couldn't judge time. Uh, and the um, – Psychotic reactions from weed, people characteristically say, for some reason, you're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. That's sort of a characteristic symptom of going into the psychotic reactions with weed. So there we are. It's a new new world with uh, cannabis, and just we just got to deal with it on reality's terms. That's all. Yeah, I, I that's. I mean, I, I think that's a simple solution. It might be overly simplified to some people, but I just want. Because like I said, I mean, I, I think you're the same way. If, you, if you're going to smoke weed, smoke weed. It's yeah. clearly not the same thing as meth, cocaine. Well, the guys I was smoking with seem unaffected by it. So I know So I, I know, but I know let, some people can do it. But if it's starting to have an issue, you need to pay attention because it can, my, it can destroy people. My only people. thing is like I know so many people that are like – I like smoking weed all the live long day and I'm a very uh, productive person. Therefore, I'm going to say – out loud that it is completely harmless yeah. and that it is completely risk-free and it's yeah. like let us all even you like super duper weed activist guy can we please all just agree like it's that's not really the case like there it are, has are, it, like it, any chemical it has risks and if it works if for you good for you if yep. there's schizophrenia underlying or something like it could be real bad like real dude bad. It, it i thought that's all i thought that was what it did it causes psychosis. I have seen it now. Now, the good news is it's a drug psychosis, so it's self-limited. It's easy to – it gets treated very easily, and it goes away. But in some people, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. We're seeing a lot of this right now, a lot of psychotic reactions, like quaaludes, manic psychosis. <laughs> all right. We're going to have to wrap this one up. We're going to keep this going. I want to bring you back on Wednesday. And uh, Mike, where do you want people to go to see you? At Mike Catherwood on that their Instagram is always uh, the best place to get me because it dovetails and everything else. And then at uh, Mikey Likes You One is the podcast handle. And then the show is Mikey Likes You. And it is a health and fitness podcast that touches on a lot of things. I always wanted to make a show that like you could do all the steroids, be like stage ready, <laughs> super geek about it. And you would find it interesting or you've never exercised in your entire life and you would still enjoy the show because it, it, it seems uh, approachable and, and meaningful. So, uh, on behalf of Adam Carolla in absentia and Mike Catherine and myself, I'll say mahalo. See what hit blockbusters are streaming free this month during Popcorn Summer Movies on Pluto TV. Watch Django Unchained or Transformers Dark of the Moon for an action-packed evening or The Truman Show and School of Rock for a good laugh with the whole family. 
Plus, Pluto TV has thousands of other free movies available on live and on demand. Download Pluto TV on all your favorite devices for free and start streaming now.